0: The forecast to my right, we have AP18. Alex, how you doing?
1: Hello, everybody.
0: And to my left, Gw himself, Garrett. How you doing? Doing good. It's the Wednesday comics forecast. My name is Marvin. Telling you the comics coming out this week, the 12th, 19th, 19th, 19th. 2018. Yes, I. uh, I wanted to say it slowly, sir, but you can hear it. 12, 19, 2018. That is It is uh, one week uh, before Christmas. Actually, six days. One day shy. Uh, So let's see what Santa is bringing us on early Christmas. Image Comics. Here we go. Gideon Falls, number nine. Jeff Lemire, Andrea Sorrentino. This is Original Sin's part three. Uh, Norton, as Norton spirals deeper. Into his mind, or deeper into madness, Father Fred entertains a visitor from his past who can't possibly be real, but temptation comes in all shapes and sizes. Garrett, what do you think? Gideon Falls.
2: Ah, Very excited. Um, The horror is really amping up. Um, What I can recall from the last uh, issue is that, um, you know, the the father, they're in Norton, they're becoming more psychologically linked, I would say. And I think we're getting close to them actually meeting. Um, and I, th- I don't know what that's going to really do towards the story, but it's weird that one guy's dreaming of somebody else and same thing with that guy. Um, someone they've never met before. So it'd be kind of cool to see how that plays out in this horror uh, mystery, basically. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
0: All right, here we go. New image number one, uh, hardcore number one. That's Annie Diggle on uh, Alastair uh covered by Dan Pastorian. Uh, series premiere. Imagine being able to take over the body of anyone on Earth. Sounds crazy. Uh, not for Agent Drake in the hardcore program. They can turn any person into a human drone to get to targets that normally soldiers can't. Drake is the best soldiers hardcore has to offer, but when he gets stranded... In a body with only 72 hours to discover who's hijacked the program, he'll have to pull out the stops against the enemy who could literally be anyone. Uh, from the creative minds of Robert Kirkman and Mark Silvestri, and presented by Andy Diggle and uh, Lestro Vettini, comes a new skybound original that show you shows you how to save the world without getting your hands dirty. Uh, so, there's a new image number one. It, it, it actually sounds like a pretty unique concept. So, there we go um middle west number two it's got a young jorge corona Stoways as able fox tumble out of farmington they must quickly land on their feet the protection of home are gone and they find themselves in a hungry wild new world alex middle west number two you said you enjoy the first issue right
1: i love i loved issue one that was that was an eye-opening <laughs> issue the art was spectacular the concept had a, a lighthearted feel to it with vibrant colors and yet had a hard-hitting home-like story with a father and a son. Uh, I'm excited for issue two. This is one of those books that I hope uh, lives up to my hype in my head. I think Scotty Young really knows how to, to lay a story out in issue one for me. I'm just kind of hoping that we keep with that vibe and that he knows how to expand a world, which I think he knows how to. So I'm, I'm on this book for the long run. And that art is, wow, super good.
0: Here we go. We're going to go on an Alex run real quick. Rumble number 10. This is John Akurta and David Rubin. Alex, how's Rumble then?
1: I actually am caught up on this one. Uh, actually really good. That Rubin art is spectacular. The story is uh, actually really interesting. We just got to uh, what Dan calls him Rat. That's one way to call him. The uh, the Scarecrow actually goes to this island that lets him turn into a human or what, what he used to look like. He's super strong. And our main character goes, this isn't who I am right now. I'm not this. I want to be what I'm supposed to be. And so we get back on this boat. He's back to being a scarecrow. It's, it's excellent. And like I said, that Ruben art, this is one of those books. I think if you had the first run, you're almost missing out. If you're not getting the second one, cause it actually gives you more of a in-depth character. Look, at least at our main character, the scarecrow.
0: There you go, This Rumble number one. Here we go, T- IDW Publishing. This is uh, TMT Ongoing, number 89, Tom Waltz, Kevin Eastman, uh, Dave Watcher. Uh, Alex, Christmas uh, issue, what do you think?
1: I, I love the Turtle Christmas issues. A lot of the time it deals with family, and that's actually what I think the TMNT Ongoing will be. This one, I don't know what to expect. Obviously, this is a, a, a series that has already been 90% complete. So I'm guessing either this is an added on issue or maybe not. Maybe this really is just how the book came out. Uh, Urban Legends has been spectacular. I love this book and it's, it's one of those, what would the turtles be like if they weren't held back by um, making it lighthearted? There's some gritty stuff in this book. And I think that's the way I want to see my turtles. Sometimes I want to see them go through hard things, painful things. And, you know, they don't always escape with their faces. Intact.
0: Did you just move on to uh, Urban Legends? I'm not there yet.
1: Oh shit! I <laughs> went the ongoing. I, yeah, sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I <laughs> I skipped to Urban Legends. Okay, well, now I'll go back. Now, now I'll go back on to ongoing. He's talking
0: about Team Urban Legends number eight. That's Gary Karlsen and Frank Fosco. But the ongoing, what do you think? Christmas issue.
1: Oh, I loved. I, like, sorry, like I said, I love the Christmas issues. It gives me that that family feel, and I'm looking at the cover right now. I'm hoping Splinter's kind of having the. I miss my sons, and if you, I have was gonna a red say because
2: like I don't think that this is gonna be a happy Christmas for them.
1: I, I, but I'm hoping that it's seen more from Splinter. I want the Trolls to be in, obviously. Maybe they're doing their own thing, but in the foot run by Master Splinter, he is housing all of these orphans that have the Trolls that's safe from the Rat King. So it's, I think he's gonna be seeing how these kids are wants to maybe give them a good Christmas because Master Splinter isn't a monster. He's just trying to do what's right for the clan. where I, I don't know what to expect from this book, but read that macro series, because it's so good. It gives you a lot of in-depth character design and lets you see what's going to be coming up in the ongoing arcs.
0: Uh, DC Comics, here we go. American Carnage, number two. This is Brian Hill, Leonardo Fernandez. Robert Wright is a white passing African-American FBI agent operating in a white nationalist gang in his mission to solve the murder of a fellow agents already going off the rails while Richard's target, the industrialist Wynne Morgan, discovers some potentially deadly dissents in his strengths. Richard is challenged by Morgan's rebellious thugs to prove his loyalty to the movement in the most dangerous way possible. Uh, I got the first issue. I have not read it yet. I heard good things about it, and uh, I'm going to continue uh, from all the good praise that the first issue you got. But I haven't seen it, read it personally, so I'm not sure. But Brian Hill is somebody who we all enjoy. Uh, Garrett likes his uh, creative own work also, Postal. And yeah, so Postal
2: is so good.
0: American Carnage is, uh, as news Newsramas says right here on the cover, all the makings for a classic cli- uh, crime comic power keg just waiting to explode. There you go. Number two. Uh, The start of a new run. uh, Aquaman number 43. This is Kelly Sue Robson Rocha. The tides turn for the Sea King with a new creative team, star scribe Kelly Sue and red-hot artist Robson Rodka uh, take the rudder to steer Aquaman into uncharted waters. In the wake of drowned Earth, uh, asthmatic Arthur washes up ashore on a remote island and ends up being cared for by a young woman named Callie who's just too curious for comfort. And as a lifetime of horror movies have taught us, there's something strange going on on this island village. Aquaman needs to come to his senses quickly, or he might wind up sleeping with the fishes instead of chatting with them. This is the uh, all-new Aquaman Part 1 here. So if you're looking to jump on, this is it. That movie comes out the thirty, excuse me, the 21st. Uh, so actually this week, pick this up, read this, and then I think I'm going to give this a shot. Kelly Tudor iconic but anybody else can give it a shot?
1: No, I I think I, I want to give it a shot, but I also know better than to be jumping back on books that have already dropped. So uh, I think I might have to sit this one out.
0: I am going to do uh, Sergeant America Solid, and I'm going to try out Aquaman.
1: So there we go. Uh,
0: even though the reason why you want us to check it out was for uh, that sageic art, but uh, I'll jump on for uh, Kekla Shidikon. So Batman number sixty one, Tom King, Travis Moore. What happened to the boy who wanted to be Bruce Wayne, the young criminal mastermind, orchestrated his own parents' deaths to emulate his hero and was carted off to Arkham when Batman exposed his crimes? But it's not the end of the story. Tom King reteams with art Nightwing artist Travis Moore to create a sequel to the masterpiece of dark horror from Batman number 38. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? Batman number
2: 61. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. What, what happened? Is that the... Uh, uh what happened to Batman? Thirty-eight. I can't remember.
0: That kid, uh, killed his uh parents and tried to become Bruce Wayne. You don't remember that?
2: Oh, right, right. mean he okay. was acting like
0: somebody else killed them, and then Batman, Batman, uh, found out that he was like, "Oh no, it's it's you that did." It. And they locked him up, and he was like all oh, happy.
2: Ah, that's right. Well, that gets me excited. Uh, um, God, I just couldn't think for life. Of me, what happened in that issue? Um. Yeah, I just read issue 60, Someone well Caught Up in Batman, and that was incredible. Um, I think this is just kind of giving us more character development of Bruce uh, having to deal with, well, obviously a copycat. Um, but I, yeah, Travis Moore, I think, is one of the a really great artists. Uh, he's not really spoken of that much, but I think that he's definitely some talent to watch out for. And I think there's going to be a fun flashback issue for sure.
0: Speaking of uh, cats. Catwoman number six. This is Joel Jones. Joel Jones. Uh, Alex, what do you think? Catwoman number six.
1: I I'm excited for this book. This is one of those books that, with I think if you've heard our last episode, I actually love when a artist slash writer is one all in one person, so that you get the the way it's supposed to look, the way the writer thought it would look, or even the way the artist wanted it to be, and it's one fluid story and in one fluid motion and I think that's what Joelle Jones is great at and I think she is probably one of my favorite cat woman artists because they really let her look elegant she lets her be this what's I don't know what the right term would be for it but she just she kind of carries herself as a cat she I know she's light on her feet but she's got that kind of feral aggression at least that's what we had seen in the last issue where she's at the hospital protecting her sister um, we're going to see what's going to happen on this issue. I, I'm super hyped for Catwoman number six.
0: There we go. Uh, Freedom Fighters number one to 12. It's a new uh, Maxi series from uh, DC Comics. Uh, Robert Vendetti, Eddie Burroughs. Line up for this all-new Maxi series set on Earth X, where the Nazis won World War II. 20 years after invading and occupying America, Germany wiped out all metahuman resistance, including the original Freedom Fighters. Fast forward to the present day, and the new team of freedom fighters emerges to challenge the Nazi occupation once again. But if they're going to have any chance of victory, they're going to need Uncle Sam, who disappeared originally, excuse me, after his original team was killed. This 12-park epic Death of a Nation storyline kicks off here. I thought this looked very interesting. I mean, it is also like this elseworld. world, it's going to be its own contained thing. So if you're looking for something brand new, Vendetti and Burroughs are like two great uh, creators. And so. This has my interest peaked. We'll have to see where it lands on my list there. But. Justice League 14, James the fourth, and Scott Snyder, uh, Steven Sokovia and Mark Morales on art. Uh, excuse me, Jim Chung also. Uh, let's take a trip to Hawk World in part one of a totally, a totally realized storyline. Uh, Martian and Manhunter John Stewart and Hawk Girl avoided drown Earth with a detour to uh, Thagnar Prime. John looked to tap into the ancient Martian metal mental database gl struggles with practicing his new uv powers and kendra searches for the answers about her connect connection to the totality um so this is uh tied into that hawk uh, man the mini i guess garrett's
2: um man this book should just be called justice league and then subtitle mythology like Scott Snyder is just stuffing this, this turkey full of mythology. And I just, I do enjoy like the character moments, but they're so small and far and in between. It's like you can't fully appreciate the book. Um, if it wasn't for the killer artists being on this book, I think I would have dropped it a long time ago. I just, I just don't think Scott Snyder's really got it anymore. Um, but. You know, I am sticking around hoping for that, eventually for this arc to be done. I'm so sick of this totality bullshit. Like, it hasn't been explained. You're trying to do, you're trying to be Hickman and Morrison in one where you're making all these hard things up. And then you're not explaining anything at all and hoping people run with it. And I just feel like this is the kind of series where there's not going to be a payoff issue to be like, oh, it's just going to be like, yeah, we fucking talked
1: about that in issue three, duh. Yeah, but you know the payoff is going to be when they end up doing a crossover between the three Justice League books. And then at that point in time, we'll have dropped two of the three. And it'll be like, what the hell? No one gives a crap. Right. So I this is one of those, I don't know. I'm not even caught up on this book. I just keep getting it. And it's paperweights right now. That I
2: think, yeah, I know. It's, I'm, just I'm, like I'm, I'm, it's just those art. Like that art looks so good. Whoever they always pick, it
1: just looks amazing. I don't even know if it's the art for me anymore right now. I'm just kind of in that. I want... I, I'm trying my hardest one, a JL book. And obviously I must not want one since I'm not reading it.
0: <laughs> it surprises me that, um, this should be their most accessible book. So anybody can pick it up and figure out what hero they like and go read that book. But they tie this into a lot of stuff. And I don't know if that's like, they're meaning to make people like, Oh, they'll go read this book if they're, it's tied in. And it's like, no, why don't you just make contained stories that are like short and sweet. And like, I don't know. I'm not reading the book. I don't know how it's going right now. Obviously, you two uh, don't enjoy it, but uh, we'll see. I
2: don't know. I mean, maybe I should drop it because like, it's just, I don't know. Things happen. I, don't know.
1: I think it's one of those things that you and I just need to come together and go, okay, if I'm dropping it, you drop it. Or if you drop it, I drop it because no one cares. Mm-hmm. I was getting it for the fact that it had Legion and Doom and that really excited me. Uh, but then after Batman got, you know, broken half and then cut in two and now he lives in a little machine, who gives a crap? And it get you know got tied into Drowned Earth and got tied into Witching Hour, got tied into this other stuff. It's like this isn't its own book. So
0: Nightwing number fifty five, Scott Liddell, Travis Moore, uh, Alex. What do you think, Nightwing? Uh, Scarecrow looks like he's going to be in this issue.
1: Garrett, this is a you book, not me.
2: Oh, you don't get it?
1: I thought you still got it. Oh,
2: um, Nightwing is really amping up. Uh, there's a lot more going on in. Uh, Oh, crap. What's the town that Nightwing hangs out in? Bloodhaven? Um, Bloodhaven. There you go. Um, Things are really amping up there with, you know, Rick Grayson kind of trying to fight being Dick Grayson um, while the cops are taking up his mantle all over the city and uh, trying to be Nightwing. But for some reason, Rick is being pulled into it all. Like he just can't keep himself away and he's having more and more flashbacks of being Dick Grayson. So this is really, uh, it's really amping up, you know, the first couple issues were slow, but I think, you know, what is this issue? 55, I don't know, maybe by issue 60 or something, we'll have a close resemblance to the Dick Grayson that we've known from the past. um, yeah i mean it's it's hard to say a lot about it because not not a lot's happened except for the cops taking over the Nightwing outfits but i think that eventually before long we're going to have a storyline where dick grayson comes back completely
0: uh, avengers excuse me avengers amazing spider-man number 12 this marvel comics uh alex what do you think nick spencer ron odley odley's back in the book how's it going
1: uh, well, i last one I've read, I think was issue eight or nine and it's been really good. I've, I've actually fallen behind. I've been playing a lot more Spider-Man. Uh, so, you know, flipping around town, it makes it hard to read. I got to fight some crime. So I, I actually couldn't tell you if this book is still good. I assume it's still good. Uh, guest host, hashtag guest host number one, uh, of course it says it's amazing. So who knows? Could be good. Could be garbage.
0: Captain America. Number six, Tennessee Coates. Uh, Linnell, Francis, you winter in America concludes with a shocking turn of events that will send the star-spangled avengers life into a sudden dramatic tailspin you won't see coming. Garrett, here we go. Captain America is finally here
2: uh yeah i mean i wish that captain america was following the publication schedule that black panther was because i feel like we've been getting a lot of black panther issues lately which has been awesome uh cap i feel like it's been a while since the last issue came out um and it's because of how good it is and how great the art has been so um you know we got a little uh hint at who the new villain is going to be in this story uh it's very exciting i think if you like uh, for the most part, the uh, 1940s version of Captain America, one of his, uh, I just don't want to spoil it too much, but something from his past is coming back into the fold, and it's going to be very exciting how it unfolds into the story, because I didn't see it coming. I got blindsided. I was like, holy shit. Like, it, it just made this book even better than I thought it was going to be.
0: Uh, Dead Man Logan, number two. This is Ed Brisson and Mike. Uh, Henderson, uh, Alex, you getting this book?
1: Um, I get it, but I haven't read issue one. Hey, Garrett, question for you: Does the L yeah. in Logan's like issue one is that red slowly creeping down the page? Yep, that's cool. Yeah, I just like noticed that
2: too with the second issue.
1: Garrett, I was a um, from...
2: I read issue one. Like, I think you know when a story gets started, like you never know where it's going to end, and sometimes they don't always get to finish their story. This is legitly a refocus on the final 12 issues of Old Man Logan, and it starts off with great art, the story, like, you know, we wanted to give Return of Wolverine a chance, hoping for the Wolverine that we enjoy to come back, and I feel like Dead Man Logan right now could beat the living shit out of that Wolverine. Um, So, this is just a cool... Maxi series. I can't believe there's 11 issues left. I love the first issue, and I think it's going to be a wild ride right into the end of this series.
0: Uh, defenders, best defense number one. This is Al Ewing, Joe Bennett. Do not be confused by that number one. This is not the first part of this story. I mean, I guess technically, I mean, if you don't want to go back and read those minis, it does say you can read it anywhere, but uh, read the whole thing. Uh, the best defense finale. Uh, Al Ewing and Joe Bennett, as I said. Alex, what do you think? Uh, Did you catch up with the other two? Are you excited for this thing?
1: Uh, I've only read the first two. I read Hulk and I read uh, Namor. I haven't read Silver Surfer or Doctor Strange, but I'm actually very interested in those books. I'm actually interested in to see how those four characters come together, providing I'm assuming they're going to come together in this first issue. Um, I have never read a Defenders book with these four characters. The only Defenders I've ever read was the um, Fearless defenders with Misty Knight and the whole slew of women that were on her team, and the newest one that came up from Michael Brian Michael Bendis. So what about Bendis' year? run? I just I just <laughs> said that one. Did you not hear me say? That? I just said that one. That was another team that I've only read. With Daniel. well, your audio
2: for me, like. It started it off and then it like smushed it all together really fast.
1: Oh, that's because I'm super speedy at talking.
0: Uh, there you go. Killmonger number 205, Brian Edward Hill, uh, and Juan Freira. Fer- uh, can't kill the king, all he wants is Ulysses Claw. But to get his revenge, kill Eric Killmonger will have to take a job from the deadliest man in New York City, Wilson Fisk the King Pit and Crime. Four targets, excuse me, four assassins. Assuming that is that Eric can trust his newfound teammates. Garrett, what do you think? Killmonger, number two.
2: Um, Issue one was so good. Um, When I found out this was going to be a a bi-weekly comic, uh, that's also very exciting because we'll get the five issues in in no time. Um, Brian Hill's a great writer. Juan Ferreira, did art on green arrow um the first issue i thought was damn well perfect and i think this issue will be on that same path it's gonna be a lot of fun to see how killmonger we saw at uh how's oh, the freaking school uh at mti is that not that's not right m.i.t MIT, thank you. I was what the fuck? Uh, MIT gets from there to beating the living shit out of Black Panther in uh, Wakanda.
0: Marvel Knights 20th Anniversary Number Four of Six: Vidal, Alera, Donnie Cage, Joshua Casaria. Uh, what has changed the world around them? Who has taken their memories, and who are they? Who they were, and why? And why are they all haunted by the same ghost? Alex, how's this Marvel Knights going so far?
1: You know, it's it's okay. Like It's interesting to see these characters try to come back from uh, not necessarily amnesia, but not sure of who they really are supposed to be. Um, but I'm also, I'm, these last issue two and three, I want to see the bad guys more. We're seeing Daredevil and Elettra and the Punisher and Bruce You know, have this conversation about, oh, I'm so-and-so, or, and you're this person. I want to see, uh, spoilers, Doctor Doom come out of the woodwork and beat the crap out of everybody. And for them to finally go like, hey, move, maybe we can be this team uh, or, you know, we gotta at least fight this bad guy together.
2: Yeah, for being halfway they should really start uh, getting to the to the meat of the story because it seems like it's a lot of the same thing that first issue provided, but I don't know. I think it's still fun, but yeah, I can see that uh, sixth issue finish line and I'm like you guys gonna make that?
1: You guys <laughs> gonna make that?
0: uh is anybody still get punisher
1: uh i do but I'm, I'm not caught up on it
0: punisher number five matthew Rosenberg, simon Kadraski. Kost- uh, uh alex uh for what you're caught up on how's uh punisher going
1: it's been every other issue has been good issue one was uh garbage issue two was amazing issue three threw in daredevil and then frank got arrested and as this issue five looks like, we're going to be seeing some uh, callback to when he worked for Hydra, when the Hydra crap was in, or Supreme Hydra was inside uh, the Oval Office there kicking ass. So we're going to see what maybe, maybe why he chose to work for Captain, or maybe how he got out of working for Captain, or if all that Captain stuff isn't even legitimate knowledge anymore, if it's canon or not. Uh, we'll find out. This might be the deciding book. Star Wars, That's dark all F- shit. By the way,
0: <laughs> Star Wars: Darth Vader Number Twenty Five. Charles Soule, uh, Jacepse Chemicali, Fortress Vader: The Finale. The fortress is complete. The doors will open. Vader finds everything he has ever desired. The Dark Lord gets everything he deserves. Garrett, how's Darth Vader going?
2: Um, it's been amazing, and the fact that this is the final issue is very much a bummer because you know i think this has been the strongest star wars comic coming out right now and i know there's a new six issue mini coming out a month or two after this but um i think this team was perfect for this book i think there's so much more that could be told uh through these creators but it is very satisfying that we're getting the creation of the fortress that we saw in Rogue One so uh, I think this is going to be a very great issue I think there should be some beautiful art uh, and some great uh, one-page panels like that cover will look uh, I think it's all going to look really great and it's just going to keep me excited for whatever's to come for uh, Darth Vader in the future
0: uh, West Coast Avengers is number six. Kelly Thompson, Danielle D. City of Evils continues. Alex, West Coast Avengers, what do you think?
1: I got to give credit to this team. They keep putting this book out almost every two or three weeks. I haven't even had time to catch them on four and five yet because this book's coming out so fast. Holy crud. Uh, from what I've read, this book is spectacular. It finally feels like... Uh, a, a team book that I want to be a part of. I think Kelly Thompson has found a way to keep me interested. I was a little nervous about her not writing just a hot guy, but writing a hot guy plus characters. Um, this book is actually much better than I had anticipated, so way to go. Hopefully keep strong. Hopefully it's still strong. I'll know here in probably like a week or two when I start binge reading 400,000 books.
0: Oh, here we go. Dynamite. James Bond, double seven, number two, Greg Pak and Mark Lanning. Lanning, excuse me. Dave Johnson right there on the cover. The odd job epic continues by superstars Greg Pak and Mark Lamming. Somewhere in the world, the smuggler is trying to deliver a mysterious briefcase to the world's deadliest terri- terrorist. 007 must find this case in his license to kill anyone that gets in his way this is the story of a man who gets in his way. Garrett, what do you think? James Bond double seven.
2: Um, I was worried that I was missing all the issues because it feels like it's been forever since issue one came out. Um, this is a really fun book. It uh, definitely feels like the most James Bond comic I've read. You know, I've read some other James Bond minis, and they haven't been as great uh, as that first issue was uh, in this series. So I'm hoping it keeps up the classic uh, James Bond uh, tropes uh, throughout the book, and that we get a fun, exciting uh, James Bond adventure.
0: Uh, Here we go. Boom! Studios, black badge number five. It's Matt Kent, Matt Kent, and Tyler Jenkins. Uh, With the summer over, the badges return to school to maintain their cover as normal children, but this glimpse into everyday world forces them to confront a life in which they were never recruited, Uh, Black Badge number five, Alex. What do we think?
1: Uh, It's it's a good book. I don't know if this book is starting to feel like it may not be um, what I want. Like I I loved issue one, and issue two was fine. I don't know. I don't know. This book just I don't know. I don't know if it's just something I'm not interested in, um, or what. I don't know. It kind of feels like Stranger Things, and I like that show. I'm just thinking of like four kids getting into weird ass messes. But I don't know if I really care. I don't like really. I have issue four, yeah, but I haven't read issue four, and it's—I mean, literally—it's sitting on my stack. I'm like, yeah, I guess I could look at it. Maybe I could read it. Dude. I'm getting old, guys. Just getting tired, you're getting out. It's surprising out.
0: to me because this book I really enjoy, and I don't know. It just seems like a different book. Like I'm surprised that you're saying that you find it being like very stale. Uh I mean that's your opinion, but I mean I'm looking forward to this. Number five, that cover looks great. Uh Tyler uh Jenkinson that cover there. Uh speaking of something comes out very once in a while, Klaus and the Crying Snowman number one. This is Grant Morrison, Dan Mora. Uh the best holiday tradition in comics returns in the next chapter of the epic Santa Saga by visionary Grant Morrison and Eisner Award nominated artist Dan Mora. Uh Klaus has to help an absentee dad churn snowman make amends before melting away for good and probably before he's defeated by the pantheon of Norse gods and their minions. All in a day's work for Santa Claus. Uh, Garrett, what do we think? Uh, Santa Claus, is he coming to town?
2: This is the most pumped I am out of all of December for a comic is this one right here. Um, can you believe we've been reading this for four years? You know, We started with the six-issue series or eight-issue, I think it might have been, um, and then we've had a Christmas story every year and how we have another one like, and it's Dan Mora and Graham Morrison. I think that's the thing that I love the most about this book is every December, I can look forward to a new issue of Klaus coming out. Uh, Klaus, sorry. I would say Klaus. Um, but, but you can tell that uh, Klaus is a little older. And so I think, you know, we're going to see over time that he's growing older as each year goes by. Um this story looks fun a whole issue with dan mora and let alone an 80 page story well, hopefully 80 pages story with dan mora is going to look incredible and i think graham morrison like this is his character and i think if anyone can bring out the best of why we like this character it's going to be him so this one i can guarantee is going to be one of the greatest comics of the year
0: alex what do you think these uh, santa claus versus norse gods is that interesting
1: Oh, hell yeah. Probably when you told me that he's going to fight the pantheon of gods, I was like, hell to the end. Uh, cannot wait to read this book. I agree with Garrett, and I would think I'd even speak for you, Marvin. This is one of our most anticipated books for this week. You know, you, say, not Grant, you say Grant December.
0: Morrison, I'm there? Um, of course. Everybody you talk about Snowman, I'm there. <laughs> uh, next week, we're doing our best series of 2018, but this week, uh, on this week's show, you'll hear our annual Christmas party, and we will be reviewing one book, and that is Klaus, because we got to talk about his tradition. And so we will be talking about that, and also having some Christmas shenanigans while we uh, eat a little Christmas uh, dinner, have some drinks, and talk to our friend Steven once again. Uh, so tune into that on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number thirty-four. This is Margaret Bennett, Ryan Ferretti, uh, Simone DiMio, and Bachan Japel, uh Jamal Campbell. Excuse me on that cover. As dark forces coalesce around the new team of Power Rangers, they're confronted by the sinister enemy who's been secretly plotting their downfall, and that is the entire that of the entire universe. Uh, Garrett, what do you think? Mighty Morphin Power Rangers.
2: Um, This book isn't as good as GoGo Power Rangers. Like this is kind of the after effects of the Shattered Grid storyline. I think it's the third or fourth issue uh, post that series, and basically almost, want, like, there's a hodgepodge of different generations of Power Rangers working together on a team and what it will be Terra Nova from uh, Power Rangers Lost Galaxy. Um, it is good, but I think, like, they're just focusing more on, like, hey, this team's really cool because it's got people from different generations instead of there actually being, like, a plot. Um, so that kind of worries me, but the art is good, and I think the character development because of that aspect, is a lot better. But the plot is just not that dense. But I'm excited for it, because it's got the Magnet Defender, who's the best Power Ranger of them all.
1: I think they needed to change the title of that book, though. Because Mighty Morphin yeah. Power Rangers as a title is misleading. Like As a person yeah. who grew up on Mighty Morphin, I would expect to see Billy, Kimberly, Jason, Trini, and Zack. I don't want to see a hodgepodge team, which, I mean, that's an exciting concept, but... I think I would have just changed the name to Power Rangers.
2: Yeah, I don't know how long this Beyond the Grid storyline is going to last. It seems like it's going to be here for a while. But I kind of agree with that. I, when I see Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, I'm like, oh, I'm going to read about the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. It's like, oh, wait. none of, I mean, the only one is, is uh, Anti-Kim, or not Anti-Kim really, but Alternate Earth Kimberly. Really. So
0: Well, Alex, uh, do you see one on this list that uh, you wish... Cr- uh, Santa will let you unwrap early.
1: Um, I was going to say Klaus, but I, I believe someone else has already called that. Oh. So I'm going to go with the one that... What? Go ahead. Uh, TMNT Ongoing, number 89. You got to get me some uh, some turtles in Christmas time. See some family love, hopefully. Garrett? Or we, oh. who knows? Maybe I'll cry. Klaus, uh, 100%. 100%, 100%.
0: Uh, and me, I think I'm Captain in America number six, T Coats. It's been a while. I mean, probably if I look back, probably hasn't been. It's probably been like five weeks, but uh, it feels like it. it. feels like a lifetime. Uh, Alex, how's that weather looking? Uh, it's been a nice day, a couple days here. Um, what are we looking for in the forecast?
1: We're going to have some nice comfy weather. I mean, it's going to be a brown Christmas most places. Um But, you know, I'm going to let everybody in on a secret. Uh, When Santa comes to town, you know, December 24th, that evening, there could be a little white frosty stuff in the air. might hit the ground, might make the ground look a little white. But that's for my next week's forecast. This week, it's going to be beautiful. It's going to be brown. The roads might be a little slick because, of course, there's going to be a little bit of fog that crystallizes on that roads. And you know what happens when crystallization happens on the roads? You get more potholes. So watch out.
0: <laughs> uh, Garrett, I hear Alex trying to steal your thunder on the road work there. Uh, what do you think?
2: You know, that's totally okay because I think I'm going to be selfish this week. And if you guys hit a pothole, don't worry. Call AAA and they'll come get you because I'm driving right past you to the comic shop so that I can get my books because Claws is here. We got some Batman. We got Gideon Falls. Uh, we got Captain America. We got some heavy hitters this week. Um I think you know the last couple of weeks have been really busy because you know Christmas is coming up here so they're trying to get all the books out. Um so I think this is another one of those busy weeks, but this is a busy week that has a lot of quality uh coming out and so there's so many that I'm excited for for this week. Um and I think everyone should be too. So you want to get to your shops early or click, uh, click by at midnight or whatever time those books come active because it's going to be a great week, especially to read for Christmas.
0: Uh, like Garrett said, Claus is coming to town, and it sounds like he's going to be whipping Thor's ass, so make sure you go out there and get that book. It is worth it every single year. Grant Morrison and Dan Mora. Dan Mora does not do a lot of interior work, but when he does, baby, it shines. It shines uh so go ahead and pick that up uh that i think would be our recommendation this week join in our conversation uh by calling 605-215-1849 if you do read it let us know what you think about it by uh, thursday and we'll play your uh voicemail uh for wednesday comics my name is marvin
1: i'm alex i'm garrett hey everyone keep reading those books